T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The flowers are blooming. What is it that smells? The sun is shining. It's so damn hot. And Big John is in studio. Don't go Mariners. They suck and I hate them. Which can only mean one thing. It's opening day, baby. This is the 2019 opening day edition of the Hot Corner. Oh, the season has begun. <laughs> That's unbelievable. As the players dig into the dirt, Patrick and Mike settle into their seats for another MLB season. You gotta give us a shot. You know what? You gotta give us a shot. Okay? You get your shot. You have your shot right there. In the situation. Oh, why you know the situation, with special guest Big John Sikanik. It's over. Season's over. I'm. I hate baseball. I hate the Mariners. I hate sports. And I'm done watching them for this year. I will see you in February when pitchers and catchers report. Maybe. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch, the 2019 Opening Day Edition on 1080. All right, go Mariners. The fan. Welcome into the hot corner. All of a sudden, everything feels way, way better, and it already felt good. That was that awesome, was, Joe. Uh, that giant, was awesome. giant shout out to our fantastic yes. producer, Mr. Joe Fisher. Thank that you. was fantastic, my friend. I made the open like three times. I yeah. can't be more excited right now. <laughs> I love that Terry Collins line, too. I first I, give us a shot, Tommy. I, at first, I didn't know what was happening. I was like, what is that? I was like, oh, that's right. It's the clip, the now famous clip of the umpire mic picking up Terry Collins screaming about the Noah Syndergaard thing. Oh, yeah, oh, and man. You're, you're lucky I noticed the BS earlier that Terry Collins slipped in. I'm like, oop, gotta cut that out. Gotta just <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I mean, only way to start the opening day with a new open, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, you can't recycle the old open for opening day. No, no. And you don't start your fifth starter on opening day. No. You come out of the gate with your ace or Marco Gonzalez. <laughs> I was just about to say, there might be one team throwing a five <laughs> starter Marco out there. Or Marco Gonzalez, because our ace is in New York. So, <laughs> but great how, for that. How awesome is this? We are on the eve of opening day. And it's a Wednesday, for it must be a Wednesday. Is this the first time it's lined up like this for I, us on this show? I feel like it. But I don't know, because I feel like Thursday's been opening day for a couple of years now. At least maybe last year. Because they, they did the weird thing two or three years ago. Maybe it was even longer than that, where they put three games on a Sunday. Yeah. And that was like opening day. Oh, and then yeah, Monday yeah. was the true opening day. I, th- I think they did that last year. I don't remember... I don't remember it lining up like this last year. I, th- I don't know if this is the first time, but I think I don't think it was last year. Well, I think this might be the first time because I I was listening to like this Buster Only podcast this morning, and he was talking about how today tomorrow is opening day, but Friday there are no games, so they do one day to make sure everyone gets to the stadium, right? And then they take Friday off because that way it. Forces everyone to go to opening day, and if there are rainouts or snowouts for those in those 
climates, they can play the game on Friday. So you're saying you want that to be the thing? Because that's not what it is this year. No, no, I want baseball to start and let's get into a four-game series, baby. Let's do right, this. Right, because this year there are games tomorrow, to, or Friday as well. Oh, are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Just not every team. Oh. Yeah. But they did. They do build in some early. They the season, the schedule early in the year is weird sometimes because they build in like the potential snow game in Cleveland or something. Uh, the Yankees play the Orioles in two weeks, and they play on Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, that's weird. Why is Friday off? Well, I know the <laughs> players are doing a big thing on trying to get more days off in the middle of the season, which might be why we're starting. But that's just. Well, then give them two days off in a row. Don't give me a weird break in the middle of the series. That's also, weird to me. Also, this is baseball, bro. I know. Like, why don't you just What play? have you been doing your whole career? Get out there and play. Yeah. Why do you think I learned how to be a right fielder? The whole point of baseball <laughs> is you play every day. Yeah, you exactly. start and don't stop. Just play. <laughs> well, welcome into the Hardcore. This is one of our three favorite shows of the year. In fact, I think this is probably my favorite show of the year because everyone is filled with optimism. Well, We're all excited. We'll get to that in Most a little bit. Most of us are. Hey, you're 2-0, and okay? We are 2-0. and <laughs> Best team in baseball. <laughs> and they play the Red Sox, so I figure I got first place till Sunday. Ooh. Yeah, maybe. Uh, all right. I'm feeling pretty go. good about this. Uh, yeah, so this is the most optimistic uh, show of the year, you know? I mean, I got some bad news today, which is freaking me out, but... Yeah, you know, but for the most part, we all still feel good. Big John Sucanic in the house with us, as he does every year right before the season starts. And uh, you can find us all on social media. Mike's at Mike Lynch 27 uh, on Twitter. You can find me at PDD085. You can find our fantas- on Instagram. You can find Joe Fisher on Twitter at JoeFish3. That's F-I-S-C-H. And Big John, what's your Twitter handle? At Sucanic on either Twitter or Instagram. Booyah. There, there you go. So you can find us on that. There's also the Better You Today text line 55305. Please hit us up throughout the show. This show flies by. Have fun with us. It's one of our favorite shows. Uh, and without further ado, we should probably continue our tradition here that John started with us, and that is, uh, uh, why, why don't you share, uh, as you always do, the tradition we do here on the Hot Corner? Well, I, I'm pleased, not only am, am I grateful to you fine gentlemen for having me in, uh, in what has become kind of a traditional thing. This is year four, I think. I think starting? this is year five. Four or five? Well, well, I think it, it might, might be, be year four having you fourth, in. But yeah. I think it's our fifth baseball season. Right, and for me... Uh, I love the start of opening day. I wish baseball did more. We kind of talked about the goofy opening day thing. I wish baseball did more to celebrate opening day. Ozzy Smith thinks it should be a national holiday. I think so, too. It's fantastic. And we're all baseball guys, and you're baseball people out there if you're listening, and I love it. And there's just something about this time of year. And for me as a kid, one of my favorite things was when the new Topps baseball cards came out. I used to walk down the street with my little brother, Big Suk, and we'd go to the AMPM. And we'd ask the guy, are the new baseball cards in? And when they were, that meant baseball was here. And so a few years ago, I said, look, if we're going to do this the right way, the three of us and Joe, four of us, if we're going to kick off the baseball season, we should have a ceremonial first pack of the year. So I take it upon myself to purchase us all a pack of Tops 2019 baseball cards. Uh, Joe's got one. We all got one. And uh, we open it here on the air and kind of kick off the baseball season the way we did when we were kids. You open the cards, and you hope you get a Mariner. Well, let's open them together so, you know, we don't spoil it by someone opening it first. For me, it was always 7-Eleven. It wasn't – we didn't have AMPMs about sure. where I was from. But I always remember going right up to the front at the at the cashier after getting my Slurpee. Right. And then I'd see 
the tops cards right there on the top, and I'd be like, yep, we're doing this right now. And I, I actually collected baseball cards for a while. Right. I remember I got a ton of Mark McGuire Oakland A's cards once. Sure. <laughs> well, and I think every, I think most kids do. I think that's a little something that's lost on kids nowadays. Like, I wish kids collected, and they make it hard to do. I mean, when you're a kid and you walk into the 7-Eleven, the pack of baseball cards is 35 cents. And yeah. you got like 40 of them and a stick of gum. Nowadays, they're like six bucks a pack. So they make it harder for kids, but uh, I wish that the kids would uh, collect cards a little bit more. Well, the way Patrick is reacting, he got something he really likes or he finds really funny. I'm not 100% God, sure. Yeah, he's dying. What's he over doing there? over there? So I, I'm, I'm losing it over here, guys. I'm looking over at Joe. You know, just thinking to myself, you know, okay, what would be the greatest card I could get? Because I, I need some blackmail. I want to be able to trade. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, what would Joe do if I got a Dylan Bundy card? And the first card in my pack is <laughs> Dylan Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, do I have quite the trade bait for you here? Oh, I'm si I'm sitting on a Corey Kluber. Ooh. I'm sitting on a Jose Ramirez. Ooh. And I'm sitting on a Francisco Lindor. Oh, baby. What? A dealing and dealing Francisco already. Lindor. A Tops one? This is like a classic looking one. Oh. Dang, yeah. son. Did we get our packs switched up we here must or what? Have. My no, God. I got myself a solid pack this year. Last year, I remember being a little bit disappointed. Uh, first card, Shohei Otani. Okay. Ooh. Second right. card, Chris Bryant with a K. And I also got Andrew Miller. And how about this? A... Top's 35th anniversary Nolan Ryan. Oh, that's kind of nice. Look at the look of it. It's got the classic look. That is the 1984 Top's throwback right there. Patrick? What? That's the classic look of it. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. That so, is amazing. Yeah, it looks like a Miguel Cabrera stars of the game. I'm not sure like if these, that's true anymore. These but. are like the 35th anniversary cards is what John was saying from like the 1984 look. So it looks like the, mine's the Lindor is like that. Your Ryan one is like that. So... Now on the on the pack itself, and we were kind of laughing at this. Uh, the the big I don't know if it's the big thing this year, but the pack itself says look for exclusive Glaber Torres highlight cards. What is a highlight card? I'll show you because I got one. <laughs> oh, oh, you did! I have an exclusive Glaber Torres highlight card. Oh, uh, this is uh, number twelve in whatever number of highlights he has, and this is uh, signifying that he sparked second base stars. The Yankees tore off 16 wins in 17 games. Oh, when they called him up? After they called him up. So this is celebrating him sparking their winning streak. There you go. That's yeah. cool. Other than that, uh, not a great pack for me. I did get a Mariner, although he's in Cleveland uniform, Edwin Encarnacion. Uh, I also got Andrew Miller and Josh Donaldson in Cleveland uniforms yeah. nice so if you'd like those i mean i would I, love those i think patrick's coming out the big winner <clears throat> he's tonight. getting all the indians, cards indians tonight. Tonight. um I've anybody got... get any hot mariner we got any mariners uh anybody i got a mariner who's not in a mariner uniform oh, anymore see that's is he actually wearing the mariner uniform here oh yeah well see that's just bad karma uh i might have the winner pack here okay what really um well i've got a jason kipnis all right I mean, okay. so there's where the indians thing goes and then i've got it's not like, well, yeah, I guess it is, but it's a sideways. I got Javi Baez. All right. Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah. A league leader card in Blake Snell. Ooh, okay. Okay. Trevor Williams, who I'm hot on in fantasy. You drafted him in both leagues. Dylan Bundy, as yeah. we said. Carlos Martinez. Here's our Mariner, Sugar Diaz. Yeah. And oh, the winner, winner, chicken dinner would be the 
$430 million dude robbing a home run in center field, oh, Mike nice. Trout. That's a nice looking card. I think you win by default by getting Trout. Yeah. But I do think I got a good strength of card deck here with a couple of really good players. Well, I got some other dudes too. I mean, Zach Godley is just so bomb. I have a guy named Cole Stewart on the Twins. Who's that? I got JT Real Muto, stars of the game, in that's, a Marlins uniform. That's pretty cool. Mike, yeah. I'm going to ask you. He's a rookie for the Yankees. Have you ever heard of Jonathan Loisigna? <laughs> yes. Loisiga, yes. Loisiga. And he, <laughs> he, got, is a really, he is their number one pitching prospect right now. Okay. And he came up last year and pitched pretty well, too. All right. Well, I got a rookie card of his and a gold rookie card. Oh, Ooh. you got a double Loisiga. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I don't if he's know. the future Derek Jeter, that the same gold card, rookie just card. one is gold. One is gold and wow, more fancy, limited fancy. than the other one. So fancy I got a... Uh, Joe, let's hear what you got. I got two uh, Yankee studs for you here, Ooh. Mike. Uh, Chance Adams. Oh, God. <laughs> I had a feeling this was a little mockery. And the one out. and only Sonny Gray. Ooh, <laughs> zing, zing, zing. Those are both for you. And I also got a New York Yankees Stadium card, too. Yankee Stadium. Oh, right see, now that's, that's a cool, cool. card. That's Is it a classic Yankee right. Stadium or New Yankee Stadium? I think new, yeah. Um, 2009. Yep. A little bit less cool, but okay. Um, honestly, I'm taking my pack over anybody's, quite frankly. I got quite the starting lineup of Justin Verlander. Uh, also got Luke Weaver, Charlie Morton. Corey Kluber, Jose Urania. I mean, I have basic everybody I have on here. I know Ryan Zimmerman, one of my favorite players of I'm all sorry, time. Sorry, do any of you guys have Nolan Ryan? Oh, that's true. <laughs> 1984 oh. Nolan. Ryan. He <laughs> plays right now. His arms falling off of his body, so I'm, I don't count that. You know, well, so Nolan, are his you hips. know the last pitch, the last pitch of Nolan Ryan's career. Do you know where it was thrown? I'm going to assume the kingdom. The kingdom through. Threw a fastball, felt his shoulder go, and walked off the mound. It was like, and I'm done. And, and he was done. And we're done. Yeah, last pitch in the uh, in the kingdom. Joe, well, I, what's I'm it going to take to get those Indians off you? Not a lot. I got Javi <laughs> Baez, Jackie Bradley Jr., Dylan Bundy. I've got Kevin Gossman in a Brave uniform if you'd like that for the Yankee Stadium one. <laughs> sure. I feel like I'm on the same playing field as John now, like – Getting former Orioles and other teams' jerseys <laughs> cards. Like, it's thanks, depressing. guys. Hey, Kevin Gossman might be good. John, yeah. do you want Sugar Diaz? Uh, no. It's okay. just a poor reminder of I what know. was. I'm sorry, buddy. It's okay. I'm sorry, That's buddy. That's all right. I'm going to keep this Trout one only because he's robbing a home run in center field. And That's pretty awesome. That's pretty great. And just because I love Mike, I'm going to pass along free of charge my special Torres Exclusive highlight card. Oh, oh wow. Thank you. You're wow. very welcome. I noticed not the gold, Jonathan. I'm going to keep that just in case he's good. Maybe this one will be worse. Uh, it'll be on, if you're following, it'll be on eBay after the show. Gotcha. If anybody's interested in bidding on this guy. I did get, and I'll finish this up with this, and we'll get into uh, some Mariner talk here in a second. Uh, I did get a Cactus League Legends card of Chris Mike, Bryant. Mike Morris, Ooh. the greatest spring training player I've ever seen. <laughs> the reigning Baseball America Minor League Player of the Year honoree when he reported to 2015. Chris heightened the anticipation with his vicious Cactus League cuts. Bryant led all players with nine round trippers in just 14 games, foreshadowing his call-up to the Cubs that April after two weeks to make sure he had an extra year of service. I think I think we can all agree, and I'm speaking for all of us here, I think we can all agree that baseball cards are awesome. Yes. And yes. you should go buy some. If you're out there, go and you haven't bought any, especially if you haven't done it in a while, stop by your local Target or 7-Eleven or wherever, buy a pack of baseball cards. It's just fun. Baseball cards are so great, there's a stiff card in the back with a security patch on it. Yeah. Because I know people are trying to steal these. 
Uh, got this text, too, on the Better You Today text line. How great would it be for you guys to be doing this show live outside Blue Star Donut Stadium as the Portland A's are about to play their first game in franchise history? It would be phenomenal. Someday, my friend. Someday. We Someday. Hope. Someday. 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 All right. We got a great show for you guys. We're probably going to make it up as we go along, but we're going to try to squeeze in Mariners, American League West, and then we will make our predictions for the 2019 Major League Baseball season. Big John Sucanic in the house. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fin. John's a hard no on the Sugar Diaz card. Yeah, he said, nope. Look, what? He what handed team, me a Yonder Alonso who played I first for the you, Indians last year. If I told you that a team would have a record-breaking historic season from a closer, 57 saves, and then trade him, wouldn't you guess And Robinson Cano. Wouldn't you guess that's the Mariners? Wouldn't you just guess? Right, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would guess it was the Mets first, but the, the Mariners Met. would be a close second. They, they won 89 games. 89. And what they decided to do was jettison Diaz, Paxton, Cano, Cruz, and Segura. Segura. The five best, arguably the five best players outside of Hanniger. It's you know what, Seattle Hanniger time. Enough. <laughs> Let's get rid of the five best guys. I wanted to be a fly on the wall in that meeting. <laughs> Holy smokes. I really believe the future is around D. Gordon and Kyle Seeger. Yeah. We're going to build around. My people said build around Marco Gonzalez, so we're doing it. He's from Spokane, for crying out loud. Well, let's hey, easy on the from Spokane thing. All right, easy on that, because I'm from Spokane. That's a good That's a good transition into Hot Mariners talk. Yeah, right? but I, that's kind of where I want to start. You're like, we'll we'll get into the the the, the future and, and, and what this team looks like this year, but I want to talk about this opening day situation that has passed us. We have, we have done that with the two games previously in Japan against the A's. I watched both of them. Uh, I did on not. On DVR. I watched both of them live at 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> I know. You're a brave man. Yeah. You guys you're are also a, a diehard fan. You guys are a lot cooler than I am, which is funny because I stay up later than you guys do. Uh, we've both talked about this. Both of us stay up pretty late. All right. All right. We're, well, we're more, I'm more of a midnight to 12.30 fall asleep guy. Right. For sure. I'm in that range. Well, and I wanted, I wanted to ask you this, John, and I don't get to listen to primetime a whole lot, so I don't catch, you know, mailing it in with you on that show. But I'm curious. You it's as, a very highly rated three minute segment. <laughs> it is actually Today one it was of my one minute. <laughs> yeah, it is actually one of my favorite segments. It's very highly rated for the three minutes that it lasts. But I'm curious in in a year with like this, where Seattle is clearly rebuilding. No matter, I don't care what they say. We prefer we prefer the term. We've taken a step back. <laughs> so I think that's the official lingo. Let's use that. Where is the harm in a year like this? Of just starting Felix there and keeping any. the streak alive. There isn't So any. then what is the point of doing that? He's. I think they should. I mean, the fan in me thinks they should. It would be that he doesn't deserve it. He's not very good anymore. Agreed. So, so I'm going to go. There, There is kind of that unwritten baseball thing that you start your best pitcher on opening day. That's kind of the thing. So I get that. And. You know, the Mariners are going to try to paint a pitcher that they're going to at least try to be competitive, and we're going to, you know, go through the motions on that. So Marco deserves it. He's the best guy. I totally get it. But in a year where you just did this song and dance with Ichiro mm-hmm. and how cool that was. Right, which was really cool. It was I, really. I, we know your feelings about Ichiro, right. but that was a it cool was awesome. Yeah, It was awesome. He deserved it all. I'm glad he decided to go out that way. I'm glad it went that way. It was very cool. 
I really wish that they would run Felix out there tomorrow and just let the crowd, the, the sellout crowd, it's going to be the only sellout crowd of the year probably. Yeah. And I wish, I'll, I'm going up for it. I'll be there uh, out in the outfield. And I wish they would run him out and just let the crowd, everybody knows it's his last year. Everybody knows he's a shell of the, of the, of the king. He might, need even, he might not even finish the year. He may so. not. I kind of think it's, uh, that's how that's it's going to end. We I can think. talk about that later. I wish that, that this would be his going away. I wish they would run him out, let the crowd give him a standing ovation, let him tip the cap and just show how much he means to Seattle and the fans. I really wish they would. Uh, they decided not to do it, and it's a little disappointing. Because I I will say, I think he deserves an Ichiro moment, but I'm not sure if the season goes the way we think it's going to go, he's going to quite get an Ichiro moment. He's not going to get it. Yeah. And this could be that this moment. This could have been it. It's a, it's a preemptive thank you for everything. We love you. Okay, you can play this season until you can't. But yes. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's the, weird. This would have been it, and, and you're right. And the way the way that it just goes with pitchers, it's it's not going to end that way. I, the way I think it's going to end is he's not going to be very good. And I was talking with my buddy uh, Tony the other day. What would be very funny in a in a bad sort of funny? The, it, wouldn't it be classic Mariners if in the middle of attempting to tank and not be very good, somehow they are good? Yeah, and they're in contention in August, but Felix is awful. And they have to cut him because they can't play him anymore. That would be the most Mariner thing of all time. They're trying to lose. They don't somehow. They're in contention, but you can't pitch Felix and they have to get rid of him. I know. I'm waiting for the resurgence in Kyle Seeger's career this year. He bats like 330, 35 bombs. <laughs> He's back to being five years ago. Gold glove third base. It's just I think it's gonna end poorly for Felix. And I and I agree with you guys. I don't think he'll finish the season in Seattle, and it's gonna be a shame. Uh, this could have been set up for him to uh, let the crowd say how much he means to him, and, and I think they missed an opportunity. Well, let's keep on this Felix thing real quick. Do you think Felix gets cut, or do you think he's like a trade deadline bait? Maybe he's got something in him. Or he just gets hurt. I, and he's out for the year, and that's it. I yeah. would like to believe that they don't cut him because he shouldn't go out that way. Yeah. And in a season where you're not trying to win anything, you shouldn't cut him. Right. Well, I mean, think about think about this. If you're 12, you're, how old are your kids, John? Uh, 14 and 19. Okay, so let's take your 14-year-old for a second. Baseball fan? Yeah, yeah, okay. more or less. Yeah, Mariner fan? Yeah. More or less knows who Felix yes, Hernandez is. absolutely. There's a good chance that that 14-year-old doesn't really know slash care that Felix is super bad. Right. If it's a middle game in, the, in August and yes. you're 15 games back, how excited is that kid going to be to absolutely. go see Felix start? Even absolutely. if Felix gets shelled. Right. So I guess I would hope that Felix can maintain the season. I, I would like to think that he can. And, and in a perfect world, you know, he, he pitches well enough to, to be relevant and to not be embarrassing and to stay there. And, you know, you have that middle of September game where you know it's going to be his last start, and they do like a King's Court in the whole stadium. And it's King's a, Court, yeah. And it's a big crowd, and you kind of know it's the goodbye. And he has that moment where – you know, I'd like to see service come out and get him at the end of the fifth or sixth, and the crowd gives him that two- or three-minute standing no. I, I hope that's how it ends for him because he certainly deserves it. Before we preview the Mariners' season that we'll do that next, I'm actually going to try to get out on time to give us enough time for that. Uh, where does Felix rank in all-time Mariners, in your opinion, John? Oh, I think he's right near the top. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's hard for me and, and for Mariner fans my age because, you know, 
the you have the big the big four, right? Griffey, Edgar, Buner, and Randy. I mean, those are the big four. And it, the older fans will go Mark Langston and Alvin Davis and those guys. And the the kind of the newer fan, you know, will throw Ichiro out there. And then you'll even have some people that you know, oh, Nelly Cruz and you know Jamie Moyer and those type of guys. But you know, Felix was the Mariners for the better part of a decade. He was the only reason to go to the ballpark a lot of nights. He was a dominant pitcher. Um, amazing talent that got wasted. And the fact that he stayed in Seattle at a time when a lot of those other guys left really endeared him to the Mariner fans. So I think on any, if you went Mount Rushmore of Mariners, I I couldn't argue with anybody putting Felix on the Mount Rushmore. What about a favored Mariners? Favorite? Maybe not necessarily best, but favorite Mariners. I think Felix is right there. I think he's beloved. I think Mariner fans love Felix and, and, and as well, they should. Uh, he carried the team for a lot of years and really um, had his prime kind of wasted. Um, so I think I think he is a fan favorite and well should be. I think he will go down as one of the all-time greatest and best-loved Mariners. I look forward to the day that they retire his number. I look forward to the it's day. My that, lucky number. I look forward to the day they put him in the uh, Mariner Hall of Fame. I'll probably be at both games, and it might get a little dusty out in lower right field where I'm sitting. Uh, so. Uh, kudos to Felix. I hope he can hang it hang it together for this year because um, it's his last one in Seattle. It'll be sad. As a good friend of mine loves to say, hey, how many no-hitters are there or perfect games in baseball? I'm like, oh, yeah, 28. He's like, yeah. Do you know it's been four years since the last one? I'm like, really? We haven't had one? He's like, nope. Still Felix. Last one in the he's American a, League was he's, the great he's, Felix. He's American. He he's a, he's a Mariner guy, and he really, likes to remind me he was really that Felix really good. Is the last one really really good for a long time. Yeah, I was a big Felix guy. I remember he owned we, the Yankees too. I, I remember me. we <laughs> I remember we sat on this show. I think it was 2016. I think when Corey Kluber won the Cy Young, and I'm a diehard Indians fan. And I sat here and said, No, I'd Stole I'd give it to Felix. Felix. I'd give it to Felix. Well. Kudos to Felix Hernandez, and I and and I, I actually really, really enjoyed that. When we come back, let's dive into the Mariners and what 2019 looks for this ball club. Can they do something? Is this a surprising year, or do we really start the rebuild? We'll do that next, but first, here's Joe with sports. as we roll through this opening day edition of the Hot Corner. Joining us is Big John Sukanik, as he always does right before the season. And we are already into Mariner talk. I figured, why not wait? Let's not beat around the bush here. I did want to throw one thing out there. We were talking about Felix in the opening day. Mm -hmm. Only three pitchers ever have made more consecutive opening day starts than Felix. Yeah. And he's tied with a bunch of guys. For fourth, mm-hmm. so it would have been kind of cool to give him just the bump him, give him the one more. He would have been third by himself. It just it would have been cool. It's, it's who's missed two, opportunity. Who's two and one? Do you have that list there? I do have the list. Uh, most consecutive opening day starts. Jack Morris is number one Oof. from 1980 to 1993. Made 14 consecutive opening day starts. Yeah. Uh, tied for second is the great Robin Roberts. 1950 to 1961 made 12, and the even greater Tom Seaver. Made 12, 1968 to 1979. And, Dang. And then Felix with 10, tied with Steve Carlton, who made 10. Walter Johnson made 10. Uh, Roy Halladay, rest in peace, R. made R. 10. Um, and Bob Gibson then made 9. And Hey, that's a good 
A good guy, like a bunch of good guys at ten though. Right? Yeah. Every single person would have been cool to give him one more to kind of bump him up though. Uh, come yeah. on, Mariners. Every single person you mention is in this tiny little shrine in Cooperstown. Little Cooperstown, yeah. New York, right there. It's a pretty good. It's a pretty good run. Uh, let's dive into this 2019 Mariners talk. Okay, we talked about this a little bit earlier, and Mike and I have done this all throughout the throughout the off season. Mariners ship out a lot of guys. A lot of guys. Bye bye, James Paxton, uh, Gene Segura. Sugar Diaz, Robbie Cano, the biggest names right there. Uh, and it looks to be as though they're going to rebuild. But there, I feel for a rebuilding team, there's a decent amount of optimism around this team that they might actually be better than people think. I, I think they will be. The The talk around, if you listen to DePoto talk, um, kind of when he came up with this plan to do it now, uh, he wanted to do it without having it take five or six or seven years. And he says specifically, I don't know that the fans can take that, right? I mean, we've been waiting. We already have the longest playoff playoff list streak going. Uh, so he tried to kind of do it without having it take so long. And I'll say this, the Mariners have an interesting lineup. I don't think their pitching's very good and their bullpen's atrocious. Right. But their lineup is interesting. And we saw an opening day in Tokyo, they won 9-7. I think you're going to see a lot of games like that both ways. I think they're going to win a lot of games 9-7. I think they're going to lose a lot of games 9-7. But that's got to be exciting for fans, right? Yeah, you know, I, I in today's think... gimme, gimme, gimme kind of society, that well, might be all right. It's interesting because I think there's a lot of guys that even not casual, even regular baseball fans didn't realize the Mariners had. Sure. Me included. Domingo Jay Santana. Jay Bruce. Where'd Jay Bruce come from? I didn't know they had Jay Bruce. <laughs> we have Jay Bruce. Domingo Santana. Bruce, we have him. Hit a grand slam. I was like, hey, that guy used to be on the Brewers and was a home run hitter. <laughs> right? Omar Narvaez. Hey, he was on the White Sox, right? wasn't he? Who, yeah. What? When did this happen? Well, I, Tim Beckham. It's one of those when did where. D. Gordon show. I'm joking. <laughs> you, you pay attention to all the players the Mariners shipped out, but they did bring in. They brought in players. They got Edwin Encarnacion. They brought in. Players. players, they have players. Well, again, the, better than not the, having players. The big, the, the big guys that the Mariners brought back are all young guys. Looking at you, Montreal. All, all the top, yeah, all the top prospects they brought are young kids, and they're shooting for 2021. That's the window. But at the same time, he was able to bring in enough guys right now uh, that I think it'll be interesting. A uh, great example is they go get the shortstop from the Phillies, right in the Segura trade. Uh, they immediately send him down rather than throw him into the lineup, and then they go get Tim Beckham, who think what you serviceable. want, serviceable former number one overall pick, right? And he comes out of the had a great spring, and he comes out swinging a hot bat in, in uh, Tokyo. So, I think the Mariners will be interesting. I agree. I think they're going to be better than we think, uh, but the bullpen is bad, and the starting pitching is average, and eventually that's going to catch up uh, to them. But I'm hoping that there's enough magic left in the Jay Bruce's of the world to. Keep things interesting for a while. So what you're saying is you might hate this team, but you're going to have fun watching them because they could score some runs and they got some interesting names, and they'll be they'll be fun for you. I think that's fun with a lowercase f, <laughs> <laughs> and but maybe I, a period at the end. Of I it. I think that's fun. an accurate statement. I I think it's right. I think it's like I, their last year slogan: the Seattle Mariners. Good. Good. <laughs> Question mark. Right. Not as less good. Um. <laughs> I, I, for one, am I'm not excited about this season because I get what they're doing, but it's intriguing. There's enough guys in the opening day lineup that I'm excited to watch, and at the same time, as the season goes, you can kind of follow the progress of some of these younger guys. I'm really interested to see if Justice Sheffield comes up. 
Uh, I think he makes his debut with the Mariners at some point this year, and yeah. that will be interesting to watch uh, for Mariner fans. Some of those other guys are a little bit farther away, but it'll be fun to track them in the minor leagues and see what happens. And everything points towards uh, DePoto has said we're shooting for 2021. I have, um, so we'll see. I, I have heard a couple people that I know who are Mariner fans that say, you know what, we're not going to be that good this year. We're not going to compete for the playoffs. But the month of the baseball season that I'm the most excited to see it's September. Sure. Everybody, every Mariner fan I've run into has said, I can't wait for September. There'll be some Because I want to see the guys that get called yeah. up. I want to see who, you know, who looks promising, who struggles. And just, I just want to get to know these guys. Because like you said, right. if 2021 is the year, right. then these are the guys we're going to have to see. And it's been a long time since they've had anybody like that. That's where I was going to allude to is that yeah. this farm system has to be dealt with. Right. It has to be dealt with. Well, I mean, how long can you live at the bottom you know, five of, in the league? You can't. And uh, and I think, you know, DePoto said, look, we won 89 games, but there was a little bit of fool's gold there. You know, they had a historic season from a closer. Uh, and all the analytic numbers and all the sabermetric numbers said that the Mariners weren't that good, that they got a little bit lucky. And uh, he decided to pull the trigger. And if you listen to him talk, he said, in order to maximize value of guys like Zanino and Paxton, we got to trade him now. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Zanino. Right? It's on the raise, right? We yeah. got to trade him now because Paxton has two years left. Mm -hmm. He turns 30 next year. Mm -hmm. Got a little bit of an injury history. Yep. So if you're going to trade him, he'll never have a higher value than he does right now. And the fact that you got Justice Sheffield out of him. Right. Yeah. I mean, the Indians traded Andrew traded Justice Sheffield for Andrew Miller. Right. And, it, and Andrew Miller almost took us to a World Series victory. So whatever you think about DePoto, he has a plan. Let's just see if it works now. Now, the plan doesn't include the bullpen. Uh, no. <laughs> I am currently looking at their bullpen. Are you in it? Are you pitching tomorrow? Will you be in uniform tomorrow? I have there tryouts are, on Friday. There are two names I, I recognize. Rowena Elias, because he's been up and down for the Mariners, yep, yep. and Hunter Strickland, the closer. Here are the other names. I love that Hunter Strickland is the closer. Right? Uh, <laughs> Can't I'm, wait for him to throw at a guy's head because he looked at him wrong. Uh, we, we're calling him Electric Hunter Strickland this year, please. <laughs> so let's, let's go with that. Uh, how about long reliever Brandon Brennan? Yeah. Who how you about got in the guy? Rule 5 draft. Right? Have how about keep him. How about <laughs> middle reliever Jason Bradford? Right? Who's that guy? How about Nick Rumbelo? Uh, leading uh, the hate bucket brigade right now. Middle reliever Zach Rosscup. Mm -hmm. uh, lefty. Lefty specialist. Set up in the seventh inning, Corey Guerin. Uh, Talk about a who's who. Murderous, <laughs> murderous row. And set up in the eighth inning, Matt Festa. <laughs> hey, Festa's actually decent. He's the a young guy. foot kid that strokes who, it with the acne on his back. Who is Matt Festa? <laughs> He's a young guy with promising upside. <laughs> okay. Oh. That is... We've had some fun looking at roster resource and naming teams in the last few years. The Padres were a, a famous Ooh, one a couple yeah, years ago. Always. That is the least known position group yeah. of any team in Major League Baseball. Yeah, they're not good. I mean, I think outside of fantasy baseball, people might not even know who Hunter Strickland is. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, unless you know and nobody his knows famous who Elias is except for us. Yeah, yeah, right. And let's face it, people probably wouldn't know who Hunter Strickland is if it weren't for Bryce Harper charging the exactly. to go and exactly. fight him. So exactly. fantasy aside, like, not at all. So we'll get out on this real quick, John. Uh, what's the over-under on wins? <sighs> That's a like I said, I, I, I don't, feel like this could be uh, good Vegas money. If well, Vegas is like, this team sucks, 65, I might bet over. I would take the over yeah. on that. You Well, 81 is 500, right? Right. So I, I'd put the Mariners, I think they're going to be in the, 
I think they're going to be in the 75-win category. I don't think they'll be 500. I don't think the bullpen's good enough. I don't think they're going to go add anybody. Uh, but lineup's interesting. Get a couple of things break their way. Maybe some young kids come up. I'm gonna. I'd go the over under. I'd be a buyer at 73, four wins for this right. team. You All know, right. somehow Jeez. I already have the opening day audio from the Mariners and Orioles games. How about that? Opening day, and here's the first pitch, and the season's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be there tomorrow, Joe, and I'll tell you if that's accurate. I'll it be is, right there it is with Chris you. Chris Sale in the Red Sox, so well, it might be that. Might be that quick. I, if, the you're giving me, out if you're giving me Marco. seven, yeah, Marco Gonzalez. But he already yeah. threw, so he's got two starts. So you're like dominating well, there's fantasy. Been five days off. If you took Marco Gonzalez, you already got two starts out of him. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you're giving me the seventy-three over/under, I think I'm going to take the under. Of course, you I'm are. Thinking, you're always negative against the Mariners. What? No. Yes, you are. Last year, you I was very positive. Eight. <laughs> uh, no, he doesn't hate him. They're his farm system. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say 69 to 70 hurt wins. A little. I need to. I Sorry, hurt. Johnny. 69 to 70 wins is what I was Let's just thinking. stay at 69, Mike. Come on. Mm, nice. All right, 69. <laughs> I say 73. If the, if the Mariners win 73, the Orioles are winning like 12. So give it, uh, I'll give take, it. you know what? I'll take the Mariners at 78. What's the, what's the fewest wins ever? 53? No, the Orioles won like 46 last, last year. Yeah, it was. Wait, was that really that bad? For yeah. sure, dude. The, I think the Tigers have the lowest win total from their 2000 oh, and That's 119 season. losses because how? what's the most? What's the record for most wins in a season, John? Uh, that would be 116 then in I, a World Series less meaningless. Then I believe of a season. if my memory serves me correct, the most losses in a season are 116. I think it's the same wins and losses. Okay. I think the Tigers lost 116 in 03. So that would be 49 wins? Yeah. In 03? They yeah. lost 119 games oh, in 03. I did say 19, but you for did. some reason I thought both those connected. Coincidentally, in 2004, I believe the Tigers with the number one overall pick took Justin Rulay. 1962, mm. the Mets lost 120 games. Oof. There you go. All the other Six ones. Six years are, later, they won the World Series. All the other ones are from like the 1800s and 1900s, like the Cleveland Spiders of 1899. Yeah. Who could forget that team? <laughs> I want to be the Cleveland Spiders again. 134 losses. All right. When we come back, I want to dive into the American League West and kind of shape this bad boy up as it's pretty much our last division to preview. And we'll do that next. That's Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher behind the glass. I'm Patrick Harris. Big John Sucanic in the house on 1080 The Fan. Keep it up in the conversation here on the Hot Corner Portland Sports Leader 1080, the fan. Uh, I want to dive in real quick into our last division. Did we miss anybody? We might have missed the NL Central, but I don't remember. Yeah. I thought we did the, I don't know. Everyone wants the Cubs. I'm still high on the Brewers. I'm not as high on the Cardinals as everybody else is. Paul Goldschmidt's time. Yeah, Let's I like go. it. I want to see Flaherty. I want to see that staff first. I still like the Brewers, though. It's not... Their pitching staff is a little strange. You're the dude who's like, I heard Julius Chassin is going to be great this year. I did. I did. And their bullpen. Uh, there was a, there's apparently this uh, metric that is used. In the last two years, it picks one, or every year it picks one breakout star. In the last two years, it has nailed the breakout star, or the guy who was well overperformed his projections in fantasy. Okay. This year it picked uh, Julius Chassin. Really? Yep. Huh. So we'll who, see if it's Who was it last year, do you remember? Mike Moustakas. Oh, all right. Who played well above his expectations. Right. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, so diving into the American Brewers, I guess, although he was a Royal to start the season. Yeah. Uh, diving into the American League West, the Houston Astros reign supreme. Um, and they essentially are the same team. Dallas Keuchel is still out there. They could potentially snag him on a one-year deal, which he's got to get on a team at some point. But that's for a future discussion. Charlie Morton's um, gone. They lose Charlie Morton. They lose Marwin Gonzalez as well. But they do pick up Michael Brantley yep. from the Indians. And they've got some young guys coming up, whether it's that kid White at first base who could be good. Um, I can't remember the pitcher's name off the top of my head. Uh, I believe he's a reliever. Um, but he's pretty good as well. Uh, so Astros, for the most, well, I guess they lose Brian McCann. But they gained Chir- Chirino. Not that McCann was that good. Chirinos is their catcher now. And they, they uh, yeah. I think it's safe to say that they're essentially the same team. They're not going anywhere. Bregman gets locked up. Verlander for a couple more years. Despite this early season thing, Correa hopefully has a full healthy season. So they're that. Evan Gaddis also gone, it looks like. Yeah, but they're a bunch of old dudes that can't catch that they try to make catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I hate Evan Gaddis. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Bye, Beard dude. killer, Ev- Evan Gaddis. Huge oh, Evan beard, G- cocky batting stance, uh, no batting gloves. because he doesn't have gloves. Yep. Drives I love that. <laughs> you know who else didn't have gloves? Vlad Guerrero. Well, but we Senior. all love Vlad Guerrero. <laughs> uh, so they're basically the same. Uh, the A's, if we chat with the A's real quick, uh, no Sean Manea. Obviously, and Puck, is that his name? Puk, P-U-K, the kid who got Tommy John last year? I have no idea. Oh, he's their, like, number one ace dude. Anyway, I, know who you're talk- I just don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so he's on, He's gone, but they're basically, again, the same team. Uh, they got Jerks and Profar, who everyone, I guess, is expecting to have a great breakout year this year. They love year. him down there, I guess. They love him, yeah. Well, he's he's he's, he's multiverse, and that, sound, that screams Oakland A's. Um, Former top prospect who hasn't panned out. That screams Oakland days. Right? I mean, isn't it? Isn't it just? Can't you just see him going to Oakland now and being awesome? Yeah, hitting like it's, 310 it's this year. It's gonna happen. Pencil was, it in. I was excited for Kyler Murray, but that's not happening. Fast forward to the Oakland or to the Anaheim Angels, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh, they're basically the same, right? Yep, they lost. Uh, they, ha- they have 430 million less dollars. Yes, that is true. In that a, is true. In the steal of the decade, of the century, maybe. Isn't that funny to their, say? Yeah, their right. starting rotation is Ooh, wildly, underrated. wildly different. They have their number one is Trevor Cahill. Their okay. number two is Matt Harvey. Ooh. Oh, I, forgot, <laughs> I forgot about the Dark Knight. <laughs> look at the Dark Knight. <laughs> look at the Dark Knight. Look at the Dark West appearance. I like hey, that. Hey, maybe Gotham moved to L.A. I'll take who knows? That. I'll who take knows? that. Uh, Andrew Heaney's doubtful. He's hurt. And they have a couple other guys who are starters who are injured at the moment. So their their rotation at the moment does not look particularly so sexy. If you look at that rotation, the Mariners one is not that bad. No, we, that is look, true. We didn't yeah. even talk about the M's rotation. I wanted to throw this out, but we ran out of time. I like the Kikuchi kid. Yeah, I think he's gonna be he's gonna be a good pitcher for I you think guys. He, yeah, he looks good. He had good stuff uh, in in game two over in Tokyo. Outside of Verlander and Garrett Cole, could Kikuchi be the third best pitcher in the American League West? There, I, I mean, he could be. He could I would, be. I wouldn't be shocked. The only thing that I mean, I'm a huge Mike Fires guy. Am sure. I right? Am wow. I right? Who, who isn't? Uh, the only thing that concerns is Doug Fister available. <laughs> no, he's done. The only thing that concerns me is they are, you know, they are going to limit some of his innings and they're going to skip some starts with him and stuff. But they're going to they're going to bring him in slowly into the major leagues this season, mm-hmm. and as well they should. They have a lot invested in him, but. Um, he's got good stuff. He could be the pit. That's the one thing about the AOS is if you look around, 
Other than Houston, and, and I would say Houston's starting pitching is taking a step back. I wanted mm-hmm. to bring that up, too. It's you Verlander lose, and Cole, and that's it. Right. You lose Keuchel, you lose Morton, and you lost McCullers to Tommy John. Right. Right now, behind those two, you have Colin McHugh, Wade Miley, and Brad Peacock in your right. starting rotation. Wade Miley! So, you I know. mean, are you are you that excited about Their bullpen's better than it has been, but... Are you really that excited about that? No, and, and their offense is good enough to make up for some of that. But, it, again, if you lay out the landscape of the AL West, the Houston Astros are clearly the front runners. But there, there's a little hole in the armor there. You know, the starting pitching isn't that good. I know. And they, they did lose some. You mentioned McCann and some of those guys. Not huge. It's not like they lost Correa or anything. But those guys made a difference in that lineup. They mm-hmm. made a difference in the locker room. They made a difference in the lineup. So, I think Houston takes a little bit of a step back. It's still good enough to win the division, but you know, look at what the A's did last year. If they go on another run, if I sat here and said the A's challenge Houston down the stretch, would any of us be shocked? No, and that's where I was kind of kind of get it, like, what if you know we haven't mentioned Texas, but I don't think we they need s- to. I mean, they, they suck. suck. They're not very. Good. They're not very good. But could a team like Oakland, Anaheim, hell, Seattle? You know that 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 second spot in the division is up for grabs, and Houston takes a slight step back. You you steal a couple games from that. Look Someone gets it. hot. You could do well I potentially think... with with how the American League East is going to beat up on each other, and the American League Central is garbage. There is a second wild card slot up for grabs. I don't think there's much of a chance for any other team but Oakland. Uh, this year in terms of competing for the division title if if the Astros do take a somewhat significant step back. Now, losing Matt Olson for however long they're going to lose him is a pretty big deal. Uh, apparently, he had his hamate bone removed from his hand, and uh, apparently you lose a ton of power when you get that removed. So he's a big home run guy, and even if he comes back whenever it is he's going to come back, he's not going to be quite the same hitter, and he was a huge power guy. But, I mean, Matt Chapman is really coming into his own the last couple of years. He's an elite defender, but he can hit. About to become one of my favorite players in baseball. Chris Davis with a K all of a sudden is a consistent home run threat. He doesn't strike out 900 times and is actually good in the middle of the lineup. And, look, we can poke fun at the the A's all we want for their rotation, but it worked last year, and it's going to probably work again this year. As much as, and not to be And their bullpen's good. Right. Not to beleaguer that, uh, yeah, their closer training. Trinan, he's awesome. And Trevino strikes out everybody, too. Yeah. Um, Not to beleaguer the point here, as much as the Mariners blew it and lost it last year, Oakland came and took that. 100%. Oakland was unbelievable. And that's just the kind of team they are. It's frustrating because they have this collection of players that aren't household names. They seem to do it every year. And then once every three or four, they go nuts and, and catch fire. And again, if they can somehow keep that going into this year, I it, I wouldn't put it past Oakland to challenge for this division. I don't think they will, but it, it wouldn't shock me. The most underrated Oakland A, in my opinion, is Bob Melvin. Former Mariner manager. Former Mariner. Yeah, two-time manager of the year after yep. leaving Seattle. Yep, I'm sorry yeah. to say that, but I think I think he is built for that job. Sure. The and only negative. he will have that job until he doesn't want it. The only negative is Fernando Rodney's on the A. Well, I mean, you know, we got. Hey, we're gonna have a lot of those this year because they're on at seven p.m. West all the Coast, time. baby. Right. So we'll have that. We'll have that Rodney Siren. All right. When we come back in the second hour, we'll make our picks. Who's going to the World Series? Who's winning divisions? Maybe we'll pick Cy Young's MVPs. Who knows? We'll do that next on the Hot Corner on Ten Eighty The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.